You are listening to my papa and my uncle Polly on the Cole and Bro Opinion Show. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. That's right. Welcome back to the second segment Welcome of the Cohen Bro Opinion Show. Your a great first segment with our friend Charles T. Kraft. And, of course, uh, I got my buddies back in here, so I feel, I feel complete now. I feel complete. Welcome back. Even, even, though, even though neither one of them like Matt Stafford, I, I still love my buddies. Nobody said that. I never said that. I never said that. Never said that. When do we reach the point where we stop <laughs> talking about Matthew Stafford? When, no. when do we get there? We don't. We don't because he's he's sitting up on my wall right he, now. He earned it. He 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 earned the Super Bowl. He got carried to a Super Bowl. Yeah. If, if you could see, Scotty has done a, a great job of decorating the studio. Very nice. Got we've got legends all over this wall. Legends all over. Like Isaiah Thomas, yes. Barry Sanders, That's The Temptations, yes. Casey Kasem. Ernie Harwell, Paul Carey, the 84 Tigers. We got Sonny Liston, Cassius Clay, Joe Frazier, George Foreman, and Matthew Stafford. That's Which right. one does not belong? It's like, <laughs> it's like that. Uh, what's that game on Sesame Street? One of these things. Well, Don't you remember that? Yeah. Well, Matt Stafford has to be in there now. You got Isaiah. Cha- Isaiah Th- Actually, the only Please. one in here that wasn't a champion was Please. Barry Sanders. Yeah. So you... you Barry Sanders has got to be the guy out, the odd man out, right? What you were talking what, about who what, doesn't fit. What sports championship did Casey Kasem win? Well, he he uh, won a radio, radio champions, right? <laughs> Champion of the radio? Champion of the radio. He was great. Keep reaching for the stars. You know, it, it was Casey that made me want to get into radio. Oh, yeah, me kid. too. I agree. Not so much, Not so much Casey himself, but... I remember being really young and we would be out on a Sunday, like on our way to church. And I just remember listening to the, the countdown and he would always say, you know, we're coming to you on these great radio stations. And then he would rattle off the call letters right. all across the country. And I just remember thinking how cool that was that these people in Tampa or these people in California right. or whatever are listening to the same thing and just being so fascinated yeah by that and that was what got me hooked who was your uh big radio guy growing up not a guy gal really really angie martinez really hot nine seven okay legend legend love listening to her uh she's had great interviews with some of the biggest names in music not just hip-hop but music who's your guy that you like listening to now on the podcast oh what was his name star oh yeah star book wow star he is a man uh I, I tried to listen to him on on, on Spotify, and you got to pay. It's a pay to. He's a pay guy. Well, well pull him up on pull him. him up on YouTube. On That's YouTube? how. Yeah, okay. pull him up on YouTube. Okay. Star. He's, you ever listen to him? Star. No. Oh, he, he's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's good. He's been in the business. He's a. He's worked in records and you know radio and things like. He worked at in New York and now I think he's out of based out of Atlanta. But he's just really really raw. Okay. Very smart guy. Very smart guy. Speaking of radio guys, I don't know about you, but don't get me wrong, I. I like Howard Stern to a certain extent, but his his show is just not the same anymore. You know, he's kind of like he kind of reminds me of the old guy that's got like handlers around him now, and it's almost like he's on this uh, 
you know, I'm sorry I did all this stuff for 30 years. I'm trying to oh, make so now friends he's trying with to clean everybody. it up. Yeah. Because he was a shot guy. He yeah. Was a, yeah he and was he's a, not that anymore. He's not that Yeah, so right. I don't want to hear that. He's basically he a Barbara Wal- Walters now. He yeah. can't be. Because he's almost 70. Well, well, there's that. Right. But it's also society has changed. That's true. That is true. Yeah. Things that were acceptable to talk about 30 years ago or more aren't right. anymore. That's true. I agree with you. I'll still tune into Howard every now and then, and when he's when he's on his game, he can be pretty funny. But it's not the same. I'll be honest with you, Low. I mean, w- me and Charlie were kind of talking about Detroit radio a little bit yesterday, but I, there's not anybody that I can I can faithfully say that Nothing. I like no. listening to all the time. Like before, it was like you know, growing up for me, it was or not probably after I got out of the house, I I, I enjoyed listening to Drew and Mike a lot. They were kind of like my go-to. Yeah, true, Mike. Uh, they were funny in the morning, but there's not, you know, Dick Purton for a while was Dick not Purton. bad. Yes. Purton's people, that That's was that was back. good. Yeah, he kind of um, kind of grew on Mason. Kind of grew on me. He he was a staple for a while, Mason on uh, 97. But he's he's on another station now. I can't. I don't know if it's 92.3. But yeah, I there's not much. I mean, uh, who's the 95.5 guys? Uh, now? They've been around. Mojo? Mojo, yeah. Mojo in the morning. Mojo's okay, yeah. Yeah. He's been around for a while, those guys. I mean, I give credit to anybody that's on the radio because radio's changed so yeah. much. Yeah, You know, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I love radio. I love being in front of a microphone and chatting and playing music and all that other stuff. But the voice. So what have you guys been up to the last? I know you had a flat tire coming in last <laughs> yes. week, and, yes. and Corey had Corey's been coaching and, yeah. and had some different things. What I mean, anything new to share in the last couple of weeks? I know the listeners are probably like, "Can we get the guys back in <laughs> instead of it being Scotty?" Uh, I know they're probably thinking that. What you been up to, Doc? I mean, I officially found out that I stopped breathing in my sleep. Well, that's not good. I know. So when it, does they do they uh, fit you for a CPAP already? I mean, it's supposed to be sometime this week. I haven't heard back from them. I got the test results last week, and they said I should hear from somebody in a week or so to actually get my CPAP, which I think I'm going to feel better having, but the thought of having it just, it's, it's sobering. Did they it, say it, wait? Did they mention wait? Because the doctor told me that, you're such a fat pig, Dave. I mean, I, I no, know that. I know your dad well, took no, a said, shot at me <laughs> about <laughs> the ice cream segment. No, you know, oh, not, that not, is true, though. Not a fat pig. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, we had. Doctor said, you told my, the thicker your neck, the more, you know, you're prone to have, you know, have that. Yeah. Whatever. So he was like, yeah, you probably need to do a test as well. You right. know. So, yeah. No, there's. I could stand to lose a few pounds. Down. So, yeah, I had to. He, he told me this when I was at a seventeen. Now I'm down, but your neck is down. Yeah. Ne- how yeah. do you lose? How do you lose weight around your neck? You just lose weight. You just lose you just weight. Lose weight. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm at about a seventeen and a half. Yeah. I think right now seventeen. I know for me, some of the sixteen. I can't. I, I, like before well, when I was a kid, I, I could probably sleep in any position, but. Like I can't lay, I can't lay it's on my back. It's hard to sleep. Yeah, I can't sleep. I, ha- ha- I have, and I'm, on a, your arm? I'm a side sleeper. Yeah, now. on your arm. And yeah. the, in the, in the bad thing about the stuff right now is, yeah. 
like the older I get, I can't like I, I toss and turn all night. Like my yeah. arms fall asleep, my shoulders yeah. are falling asleep. Yeah. Yeah. I wake up and my, my it, it's crazy. But I know what you're talking about because I had I've had that yeah. that that sleep study test yeah. and they said I was fine. Okay, but yeah. I mean, there's been times where I woke up and I'm like, I sometimes I felt like, man, yeah. I, I'm ready to die. Like yeah. like man, I, it's like have I not been breathing for the yeah. last five minutes? Yeah, it's 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 kind of scary. Yeah, I got yeah. one coming up. Yep. I mean, despite your dad's assumption that all my problems stem for my love of Baskin Robbins or whatever we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Was it the, Dairy Queen or Baskin Robbins? I think it was all the above. All the above. Yeah. yeah. When you when you can't get good What does your dad say? Uh, well, my dad, my dad was, <laughs> was listening to the show with me in the car. Oh. And uh, he goes, yeah, well, you, Dave, uh, you, I know what. You tell Dave he probably wouldn't have to work out so hard if he, uh, if he laid off all that ice cream. <laughs> did I did I indicate that I eat a lot of ice cream? I mean, I think we were just talking about. I think our you were adamant ice. about the chalk, the chocolate and peanut butter ice cream. Well, it's good, but no, it doesn't I mean I know. eat it all the time. I think we should be able to eat what we want, but just in moderation. It, it is I, moderation. I Even with. steak, like everybody. Well, I can't eat a steak. It's gonna it's gonna sit. Okay. Well, don't eat a ninety pound steak. Right. That's hard to do when you go to Ruth Chris. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm sorry. I don't this get a, I don't get out no, there Scotty. Yeah, guy. he's a steak guy. Not everybody eats, you know, two hundred dollar steaks like uh, the voice here. <laughs> I just want a, a, a cheap ribeye, you know, at Kroger, six yeah, seven. But I wouldn't be able to chew it. <laughs> if I want a beef jerky, I'd just go and <laughs> oh, I hear you. But but with Yeah, the moderation stuff, folks. Go ahead. When when you're not getting good sleep at night, so typically when I'm feeling well, I want to get up and work out. I want to get my workout done in the morning. Before, in the morning. So I'm usually an early riser, get up about 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, that's really early. Get a workout in, maybe go for a run, feel good the rest of the day. Do when you, you can't get up. Do you eat before you work out? Or do you uh, just go right Depends. In? Depends. Okay. You get up at 4 o'clock in the morning to no. work out? I did okay. before okay. when I was in much better shape. But when you, you're not getting good sleep at right. night, so then you're, you're morning, you're just trying to get good sleep. You're trying to sleep as much as you can. And then on top of it, because your sleep has been so poor, by the time the afternoon rolls around 2 o'clock, I'm, I'm dead. Yeah. I can't just take a nap because right. I work. Right. And then sometimes I'm just reaching for anything food-wise I can grab to just try to, like, kickstart my body to get over that hump because my sleep has been so bad. So it's a vicious it's a vicious cycle. Yeah. So I think, I'm hoping, get me on the CPAP. That will regulate my sleep. I'll get better sleep, which will make me feel better, which will allow me to work out more, which yeah. will drop the weight, which will then hopefully. Yeah. And the doctor said you don't have to be on it forever. Right. You don't. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. But, but the thing is, well, and here's, here's what I don't know about. So they, I had a horrible night's sleep. It was after the draft party, mm-hmm. the Lions. And that could have tr- tri- tri- triggered you ate. Well, they, that could have triggered it. Yeah. yeah. The draft. Could have been the five or six hot dogs you ate. I did not eat five <laughs> hot dogs. The Lions draft. <laughs> that <laughs> might have made my <laughs> That triggered it. Sleep. Yeah. The <laughs> Lions <laughs> draft. Well, they. So they let you do it at home. They hook me up with it's it's this box that goes across your chest. Mm -hmm. You have a wire going to your finger to test something and then something up your nose Mm. to test that. 
And what they told me when I picked it up that morning was green lights are good. If it's flashing red, that means there's a loose connection. Okay. So I start to doze off. Everything's green. I'm hooked up. I'm ready to go. I'm in bed. Start to doze off. Next thing I see flickering red. It's great. So then I tighten up the connection, start to doze back off, starts flickering red again. This went on for a couple hours. Now I'm super self-conscious. Now I can't even fall asleep because I'm checking the box to make sure that everything's working correctly all throughout the night. So that night, I probably, because of all that, I maybe got four hours of sleep tops. I'm surprised they got any data that they could actually look at to assess what kind of problems I'm having. But they said that I averaged more than five obstruction apnea incidents per hour, which is because of my neck. And then what was more alarming, and I I still don't really know what to make of this, is that that they said I had three central sleep apnea incidents total, which is where your brain doesn't communicate to your muscles to take a breath. Mm. Which have I you never ever had problems with that during the day. No, like you ever noticed like nothing like that? No, no. Hmm. It, that was shocking to me. And then I looked up on WebMD, you know, the symptoms or whatever the cause, and it's got stuff like stroke victims have this problem. People with opioid addiction have this problem. Nothing that really. What about ice cream addiction? Is that part of the problem? That was not on the list. Especially Baskin Robbins. Hmm. Maybe that could be part of the problem. Part of the problem. (laughs) We'll do another ice cream show. Yeah. Apparently not. I don't want. After all this is over. I don't want your dad taking any more shots at me. (laughs) Well, he takes shots at me. He takes shots at everybody. Yeah. Yeah. You know how the you know how the older people are they 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 they, they find you know my ba- my dad's a, a a amateur Bob Newhart he's got that kind of uh, <laughs> yeah uh, sense of humor but you know. parents take I, I, shots at you all the time that's right well I'll tell you what if your dad's listening if the guys are on board next show we will do top five salads mm. of all time okay. healthy food discussion there we go. Get out of the ice cream biz. But see that. But see the Let's thing talk. Is, is, my dad. My dad is has doesn't have any room to talk, because the first thing he does when he gets. I've I've never seen a man at seventy some years old eat as much as he does. Hmm. I mean, it's like he's got a tapeworm. But he's thin. Well, yeah. He's real thin. But I mean, it's. I mean, he. he as soon as he leaves the house, he's going to the Coney in the morning. Are you very it's active? not like he eats super healthy yeah. either. I mean, he's constantly eating, constantly. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe he gets egg whites, spinach. No. Easy. <laughs> he gets the real Coney stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but other I, than that, I'm good. Well, other I'm glad. What What have you been up to? How's your coaching stuff been? Oh, man, we're – what are we? I coach uh, – for those that don't know, I coach high school baseball, varsity baseball at Fitzgerald High School. And um, right now we are 14-3. and three. We have – You've played 17 games already? Yeah. Wow. We have game tomorrow. We have game Friday. And next week, Wednesday, I think, is the last game. And then you get into the States and all that stuff. So we're doing pretty well. Um, proud of the kids. It, it, it's a lot more. That's basically been my time, coaching and working. Um, 
But it's a lot more to it than just coaching. Sure. These kids are emotional. These kids are, you know, they're brats. <laughs> I love them. But they are, I mean, it's a different generation. Oh, man. You know, so it's, it's a, they deal with problems, you know, issues. You know, you think they're just out there playing baseball, but they, uh, they depend on the coaches. And our, our head coach, Paul, Coach Paul, uh, he, he does a great job with those kids. He's been there for about 12 years. So he invited me to um, work with the varsity squad this year, and we're doing pretty well. And hopefully we'll continue to make some noise. Fourteen and three. Any chance you guys could take over the Tigers and uh, <laughs> try to turn things around there? Lord, yeah, they may need it. Yeah, get rid of all the players, all of them. I don't want to hear about medals and torques. I don't want to hear about that. Get rid of them all. Well, I mean, let's just promote your Fitzgerald team to the main. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm I'm excited. Um, I'm excited about it. Hopefully, we'll do well in the states and the districts and things like that. So. Our pitching is pretty good, and they play as a team. They play hard, so it's been a good time. But they keep me busy, keep me busy. Yeah, it's yep. one of those things, man. I mean, it, that's what life does. It keeps you busy. Yep. So, so did you guys uh, – we were talking about music on the first segment a little bit. Do you guys I, – now, I have a music in common for both of you. Would okay. you like me to run – who would like to go first? Go ahead, Doc. You want to go right. first, Doc? Okay, let me see. I feel so much pressure after nailing that first one in record time. I, I, I think you're not going to get this in record time. I'm I not. made sure I know it was I'm a not. little harder. Okay. You could probably I, – I, I didn't make it easier, but I, I, I did make it to where I think you had to have a shot at it. Mm. And just so, for the record, if you've listened to the last podcast, uh, me and Charlie did a Music in Common Charlie, I thought Charlie was going to be able to get it. He wasn't able to get it. This is the same one? This is the same one. No, no, not, the one I'm doing right now is not the one that he had. Okay. I gave, I did a, a totally new one for him, and uh, I thought I would try to go into the depths of his musical knowledge. He he was kind of in the in the ballpark of it, but didn't get it. So, Dave, I'm going to start with Doc, I'm going to start with you. So, here is... Now the this the musical play it's not the full song it's just a few clips of it you tell me what or is in common with all of these ready and you know who that is right yes okay it's Van Halen and Van Halen great group amazing. You like Van Van Halen? All I know is Eddie. Okay. Well, he was pretty much the whole thing. Eddie. You know who this is? Do you know who this is? Have you heard the voice? You've probably heard the voice. Do you know who this voice is? You probably don't. Is that Dion Warwick? That is Dion Warwick. Yes. Okay, so So Van Halen, Halen, Dion Warwick. Dion Warwick, and do you know who this is? Somewhere. Any guess? Nothing left to lose. Mm. Nothing to be This one's not ringing a bell. That was Winona Judd. Okay. Wow. This, do you know who this woman wow. singer is? Melissa Manchester. That is Melissa. So we, here is another singer. 
You've probably heard him. It was so right. It was so wrong. Almost at the same time. Colin Ray, country singer. So okay. we have okay. we basically had two singers. Now this that, right that here familiar. is a group from uh, if I'm not mistaken, I believe this group is from England. Mm. A group called Ten Sharp. Ten Sharp? Ten Sharp. So, so you have Van Halen, Dion Warwick, Winona Judd, Melissa Manchester, Colin Ray, Ten Sharp, and this gospel artist, Mavis Staples. Produced. And if you've heard this song before, you it, it probably sounds a little familiar. Okay, so just looking up the Van Halen song. Okay. There's maybe... It's either they're all Michael McDonald written. All Michael McDonald written, you got it. Yep. Yeah. This is Bonnie Rayette, who was a part of that. Shows you how, shows you how much I know. I didn't know Michael... Wrote songs, but but you see, he wrote one for. I never knew that was a Michael McDonald song mm. that Van Halen did. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Michael McDonald, his Alison Krauss. Yeah. The seventies and the eighties. That guy is everywhere. Oh yeah, absolutely. Everywhere. I mean, we're talking Steely Dan. Yeah. The Steely Dan band, and then when they kind of just went down to the two. Uh, Becker and Fagan or whatever. Right. Hmm. That's when the original lead singer of the Doobies he left because I think yep. he got Tom si- Johnson. Tom yep. Johnson got sick. Yep. And then they brought in Michael McDonald, who of course changed the whole. The whole thing. They also brought in Skunk Baxter, the the guitar player, who was actually I believe he was a part of Congress. I don't know if he's still a part of Congress, but or and I think he was work. I think he actually started working. Uh, some kind of engineering with military weapons and stuff. I think that mistaken. sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, but Skunk Baxter was in Steely Dan as well. Yes. Yes. But then Michael McDonald, I mean, from singing backup vocals on Toto songs yeah. to so he wrote Christopher produced. Cross. Christopher Cross. Wow. I mean, just everywhere. He's great. Kenny Loggins. If you hear Loggins, they, yeah. they now they wrote What a Fool Believes together, and they actually both have a version. That's pretty good. Uh, he he's they actually do a few songs um, that Kenny came out with solo. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Michael and the Doobie Brothers I think sold a little more copies. But <clears throat> excuse me, but uh, yeah, Michael McDonald. How do you? Wow. I mean, we I know that's your guy. Yeah. We, oh, we, we, we see Michael McDonald. Yeah, I love Michael McDonald. I think to me, Michael McDonald is probably one of my favorite vocalists of all time. He's amazing. Um, His voice is wonderful. I I, I was. I loved it when he first. We seen him at DTE. I think he was DTE. There. Yeah, DTE. And, we, and and that's when he first came out with the the Motown, the first Motown album yeah, he DTE, did. Yes, and that yes. was that was amazing. That was nice. Yeah, that was very good. I remember being. I think was I it had raining to... then? Was it raining? Did it rain a little it bit? Probably think, was. Yeah, that was. Every sweet. time we go to DTE, yeah, it rains yeah, yeah. or or Pine Knob now. It's Pine Knob. I remember being pretty young. I I think I was in first grade, 
But that song he did for that movie with Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines was it Running Scared? Running Scared. Yeah, that's yeah. Running Scared. That's, that's running a good scared. track. And I wasn't like I was a little kid, yeah, and I knew scared. that was a good tune. It's still one of my favorite songs. Yeah, is he? I know he's still. Is he still? Go, I don't hear about him like anymore. Like I tours, he like you hear. I, I, I'm pretty sure he did. Well, he was. He was on the 50th anniversary. Was it the 50th or 40th? No, it's the 50th of the Doobies. That was supposed to be in 2020. Right, and then he got but they got po- it got postponed to 2021 because of COVID, right. and then. I think he was the one in the band that got COVID yeah, yeah. and it got pushed to July 4th. So I had tickets to that concert. Are you going July 4th? And then it got rescheduled for July 4th and I couldn't go because we we're going on vacation. So I'm not going to get to see him. So I've got some good concerts coming up this summer, but that's not going to be one of them. Unfortunately. Do you want to try yours? I'll try it. I'm okay. going to fail, but I'll try. I, I, I don't know. I, I think you, I think you could do this. So here is your music. You never know comedy. if you're not trying Oh no, that is not it. That's Charlie. Strangers <laughs> in the night. Here is here is yours. You know who that is? I'm gonna have to tell your sister on you, cause she, you have her fooled that you're an aficionado in music. I, you know, I, she's gonna I can't, be like, what? Well, this is this she's is gonna, this, she's gonna come after this you. This is '70s, right? This is '70s. Yeah. I was born. You know who this is, right? That's Gladys. Yes, that's easy. Yeah, that's. And so that, we had that last one. Before. The first one was SOS band. SOS. Okay. Yeah, I, I was just growing up in some years. And you know who this is? That's that's the Queen of Soul. That is the Queen of Soul, yeah. Aretha Franklin. So yeah. the we got the SOS band, Gladys that's Knight, the Queen of Soul. and Aretha Franklin. Yeah. It's not her voice right there sounds so much more just smooth than yeah. Nice. Aretha. So we have those three artists. Okay. Nice song. Great song. Yeah, nice song. Do you know who this is? One of my one of my favorite groups in the early nineties. And the first time I seen this group, they were on Beverly Hills 90210. That's how I got into them. Color me bad. Color me bad. This is color me this bad. Color me I was bad. gonna say that, yeah. but then yeah. they were they were on fire for a minute. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they the lead singer could sing. Absolutely. He was a very good singer. Very. Underrated. Actually, all of them could sing. Very underrated. Actually, all of them were decent singers. Yes. Their fall from grace is. You saw that a couple of years ago, right? Where was it? Is it just one of them, or was it all of them? They're down to two. Okay. Here, let's finish the this and okay. then we can talk about color me back this is herb albert nope we'll so, never guess that it, so this is a herb albert song with janet, with janet, janet. just janet, janet. i know janet right. from anywhere yeah so we got the sos band and this is you know who this is we went and seen them back in october this is um, It was a fraction of what was considered boys to men. It was this was this two was one boys this and was, they Yeah, this is Nate. I mean this is Wanye and, and Sean. Yeah. The voices. And oh. you know who this is. That's too easy. One of the okay. greatest songs of all time. Yeah, that's Johnny. Yeah. That's this Johnny is, and the Boys, Ralph song. and the Boys, yeah. So we have SOS Band, Gladys Knight, Aretha Franklin, yes. Herb Albert, Herb Janet Albert. Jackson. Boys yeah. to Men, yeah. 
New Edition. Yep. And there's one more song right after this. That's Johnny Gill. Johnny Gill. Johnny Gill. So, great song. Yes. You know what's so funny about these songs? They really, especially like the new edition stuff, mm-hmm. it really brings back memories. For it me. does. Like, listen, I can remember when these albums came when out. They, when they're out, yeah. So, what do you think the common denominator is in all of those songs? I want to say, like, the producer. Somebody produced them. Um, and the reason why I, want, I don't want to say... I don't want to say uh, face because SOS. So I want to say, and Jimmy Jam, they weren't around that long. Maybe it's Jimmy Jam and Terry. I don't know. Is that your final answer? I'm going to say Jimmy Jam and Terry because they started with Prince back in the 70s. And they've been around. They've been around. Those guys have been around. you got it. Yeah, Jimmy Jam and Terry. You were there. You got it. So, so the only one we're gonna have to tease Charlie a little bit, but Charlie's was a Charlie's was a, a little harder. You, you, I'm gonna give you uh, maybe Dave could get this one. I'm gonna play Charlie's real quick from okay, yesterday. Let me it. Yeah, let's see it. Here we go. This is gonna be so we got Frank Sinatra. Yes, strangers. Great song, classic. One of the greatest singers of all time. To me, another. Another the voice. voice that just takes what you somewhere. Our music us. really takes you back to. I mean, obviously we never grew up in that time, yeah. but it just seemed like life was simpler back then. Him and Dean, man. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Oh. Righteous Brothers. Righteous Brothers. Okay. So we got Frank Sinatra. The Righteous Brothers. All right, I got it. Do you have it? They're all white guys. Uh, no. <laughs> all Italian white. Well, those two are. Uh, those three guys are. No, that was not uh, that one. It was not. Uh, they're all white guys. Good guess, though. Thank you. Uh, they're all old white guys. So that's a myriad of songs. You're looking at a Frank Sinatra to the Everly Brothers to this country artist here. Who is this? You know what? I, like an idiot, I put everything into a uh, into one file. You know who this is? Yes, Elvis, of course. Elvis. So we've got all of those together. Great song. Yeah. You know, Elvis-wise, I think I really, I, I kind of, I liked Elvis. What did you think, Elvis? My favorite Elvis song was Love Me Tender. I, I don't know enough. Okay. I have to, I have to listen to Elvis. I know the phenomenon. I know all about the legend. But I have to listen to more records to get an appreciation of it. Great voice. Couldn't play guitar. No. Mm. That was a prop. And mm. I'm going to be honest with you. This is a vocal group, obviously. Uh, early 60s. I wish I would have written this down. Now we have the Monkees. So, so we went from Frank Sinatra to the Monkees. That quick. So that's a myriad of what are we dealing? Music. What are we dealing with here? 60s? We're looking at time the frame. Well, this is well, 60s. I think this could, 
early, could be early 70s. Because if I'm not mistaken, yeah. this song here is The Hollies. And I believe this could be late 60s. Because The Hollies, it, Dave, The Hollies were late 60s. Because then Graham Nash left The Hollies to go to CC, I mean, uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Right? Yes. Yeah, so that they was like late 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 sixties, early seventies. So we have the Hollies. Okay. Hmm. And I know So we go Beach Boys. Beach Boys, yeah. So we've I mean that's a myriad of music. Jan and Dean. So that was the last song on that uh, for Charlie. I'm going to say that they were all recorded in the same studio. No. That was so 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 we have all those artists. They were I don't think they were. They could have been all white, but that's not that's not the, <laughs> that's not the uh, sounded like the it. answer. Uh could it have been recorded in the, all in the same studio? I I don't think so. Probably not. So, any guesses on that? A little too hard? He almost came up with it. I mean, it's got to be something with the session band, right? Correct. Hmm. That's the only other thing. So, same He job. said the wrecking crew. The wrecking crew was not... It was kind of like when you said... Um, uh, it was the Funk Brothers. You know when you did when we went through the other one. No, it wasn't the Wrecking Crew. The common denominator on the on all those songs. Glenn Campbell played the guitar on all of those songs. Really, all of those songs. Glenn Campbell. Glenn Campbell. School me. Rhinestone Cowboy. Remember him? Yeah. Back in the seventies. Yeah. I'm a Rhinestone yeah. Cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. That wow. was him. Isn't that crazy? Yikes! I I, I really dig that the is a whole music one. thing because it's like there's so much stuff. There's like, a history to it. So I much like background looking stuff. to see like what famous artists may have done. Like Charlie came up with one. Uh, we were going to talk about Gamble and Huff, mm-hmm. the big time music, and they d- wrote a slew of hits mm-hmm. for the OJ's mm-hmm. and the Intruders mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, it, 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 that's a ba- basically a, a, a big topic that you can really delve into, and it's it's fun. Yeah. It's fun to it's fun to just kind of. It's so funny how all ethnic groups can come together to make money and make music, but not peace. It's just crazy. Like music is like the universal voice. Of, yeah, yeah. It, it's just uh, it's sad. If, to, to go back to what we were talking about earlier. But yeah, because you had Frank working with everybody, uh, Hall and Oates work with everybody. I mean, it's just like you know, even rappers co- collaborate with everybody. It's just, but nobody can come together. The world can't come together to do the peaceful thing. Music just brings it all together to me. I agree. And all the backstories I'm learning about. There's so many backstories to record over here. You got to fly out here to record. You got to sell this. You can sell that beat. It's so crazy. You got to get that sample. It's it's just. Amazing how all this works. Well, I what I really realize, and I don't know if you guys have listened to the Silk Sonic with Bruno Mars, his new his new kind of duo he's with. Yeah. Pot. Have you heard of it? No. Uh, it's called uh, Evening with Silk Sonic. Yeah, he's uh, he, he played on the billboards. It's very you'd like it. He's it's amazing. It's very seventy ish. 
I mean the 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 uh, he can do anything. The music and stuff is lush. Yeah. It's very rich sounding. It's not, and then that love string, the confunction yeah. song that he did. Yeah, it's it's great. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a it's a totally yeah. I, I like seeing that because it's like I feel like I almost kind of feel like music today is very dumbed down. Yeah, I'm popular music wise. Some of it. Some of it. Like, don't get me wrong. I love I love her. I love uh, John Mayer. Uh, who else? John Legend's good. Um, newer artists. Yeah. Artists. Bruno Mars. But even like her, like a lot of artists try and sound like her. Like uh, yeah. it's a lot of that sound. Yeah. Like the same. There's no, you know. I really like uh, The Weeknd a lot. You do like him. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. There's a couple of songs. Weeknd is good. I think he, that was it's probably one of the worst Super Bowl halftime shows. Yeah. Re- oh, I loved it. You did like that one? Yes. I really? loved it. Really? But I'm a, I'm, I'm, did you I mean, like the I, last I, one with the with the Eminem and all that? Did you dig that one? I did. Well, I'm a hip hop guy, so right. I liked it because Jay put it on. You know, Jay's got something to do with the NFL, right. and uh, you know, to see. I mean, it, it, it was it was very easy to do because Snoop's California guy. Snoop's a big artist. He's safe. Sure. Uh, 50's got power. He's yeah. he's an executive. You know, I think Mary was there. Dre's good. It, I think it worked. Kendrick Lamar, I think it, was, it, it worked. I liked it. I liked, I liked it. the music, but it was a lot of just lip syncing, and it wasn't them actually doing the music, and you know, at the show. Yeah, that's but, true. but it was a good. It's good music. Yeah, yeah. We were talking. So my wife and I, we spent Sunday just hanging out on Belle Isle. We just walked Belle Isle. Oh, nice! Because it was our anniversary. I haven't been there since the blackout. Literally, like two thousand four blackout. Yeah. Really? Really? Blackout was a Thursday. I had a game that day. Softball game. Never forget it. Yeah. A couple of people showed up. We're like, what's going on? No, I, I agree with you because I was on the east yeah. side yeah. Uh, coming, going back to work. Yeah. We, I was working on the east side, and then we're like, why are all yeah, the what? lights I out? I said, why are the that lights? Was, what's that, going was on? A, that was a. Yeah. Nobody showed up. And I, was, I, I came straight from work. I was living in Ann Arbor. And my mom told me to turn around and drive back home and get things and, you know. Yeah. That was crazy. I haven't been there since then. Wow. It had been a while for us. And I just, we, we were supposed to spend the day in Detroit a couple of weeks ago and our dog was sick. So I was stuck at home with the dog. <clears throat> so it was our anniversary. We decided to go hang out. Happy Detroit. anniversary. Thank you. So 14 years. How long? Wow. Did, no, I didn't realize That's like that they 100. had a full zoo there at one time. They did. They had a full yeah. everything there. Yeah, I mean, I remember they had like a nature center kind of like yeah, a I think they petting thing. Yeah, but I do, I never knew. And then they, because you know, sometimes you can go on YouTube and yeah. and see like vacant things, and yeah, that was canoe. one of them. And I thought it, was, I didn't realize that. They had everything out there, man. They had an, did they have an aquarium there? Yeah, the aquarium, about? absolutely beautiful. But I was gonna go say canoeing. about it, just to tie it to the music stuff though, real quick, as we were walking around because it was a busy day. It was a really nice day, and people are out there grilling, listening to music, and you heard a lot of Tupac. I heard Tevin Campbell. Great artist. I heard yeah. two great artists so far. Uh, I'm trying to think who else I heard. John it, it was all older stuff. Yeah. When we talk about new music, yeah. sure. and sometimes I feel like a curmudgeon, you know, well, it's not yeah. as good as it used to be. But if you go out on a beautiful day in the summer at a park where everyone's grilling and having a good time, mm-hmm. you're hearing music from 30, 40 years ago. You're not yeah. necessarily hearing I think I read an article today. that that that, that yeah. music is on the rise again. Well, and you can't blame them. 
I like a song that's going to take you somewhere. You know, like, I, I guess I enjoy the musicianship of it. You know, you just don't see those 70 groups, you know, with the full, like, orchestration and different stuff like that. I mean, right. you just, it, it's, all, like I said, I, to me, I think it's music's kind of dumbed down a little yeah. bit. Like Earth, Wind, and Fire? Were you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, that big Tower kind of it's not gonna be, Yeah, it's not going to be classics anymore. Right. I don't think. I don't think you're going to just, some records, like, from the 90s, you can just, and the 80s, you can just put them on, and right. they're always going to be just winners. They're just yeah. classic records. I was listening to... uh uh, I was watching this Christmas, uh, Christmas, and the was it is it cool again? Get down on it! Yeah, oh yeah, classic. Yeah, it's it, it a classic record. Like those records stand the test of time. These the music now probably won't. Yeah, you know our. Well, Charlie said something last podcast um, about music. He said back then, you know, growing up because he grew up in like the late '60s, '70s. So he said, you know, you had a a, a big hodgepodge of all these musicians and mm -hmm. songs and stuff but back then they didn't realize that those songs were going to stand the test they of had no and, idea and 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 they were just they trying had, to make some money i mean yeah i mean and it was from their soul because like i said i can't think of any song like that i could say from the 2000s with this new kind of stuff that like my daughter and you know stuff you know the that the newer hip-hop so to say can't think of anything I'd be I'd be like, hey, uh, that's going to stand the test of time in 2050. They're going to be playing something from 2000. I just don't. I, I don't. Well, know. 2000's already 20 years ago. I know. Right. I know. There's yeah. some good stuff from 20 years ago. Yeah, but to stand the test, of, like I don't know, man. Yeah. I, I nothing that pops up to the top of my head. What do you think? You're talking. Usher, Usher was pretty well, big Usher. 20 years ago. Well, no, Usher's going to be around because Usher, Usher's a he, he's a classic. He's a classic guy. Artists, Bruno Mars will be around. Right, Celine Dion. You know those those those, those type of people. But as far as you well, like know, about like this new rap stuff that's out. Nah, 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 no. I mean, are people going to really no remember these rappers? No, no, no. And why? All right. Why? Why do you think? Why do you think that the, these songs are the trendy thing now? Generation. Well, I think because. Um, it's all about a quick buck right now. Mm. Back back in the day, artist Tupac's a true artist. He's a true poet. Right. You have to listen to Jay Z's a true poet. Uh, you know, a Biggie was a true poet. Um, you know, Nas is a true poet. LL Cool J was a poet. He, they respect and they they sold records. They sold records. They didn't sell streams and this and that right. and that. It was actual music put into it and. It wasn't a quick buck, and everybody just making money and fast money, and just putting out something. And it, it was it was a different time. So these guys now can't do that because Jay Z's already been invented. There's never going to be another Jay Z. True. So they don't they don't have another lane. There's never going to be another DMX. There's never going to be another LL Cool J. There's never going to be another Nas. These guys have they have to make their own lane and just make garbage. And they just put it out there and it sells. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you can't be cooler than Jay-Z. You can't be grimier than DNA. You can't be as well-loved as Tupac. I'm talking movies, rapping. You know, just you, there's no more of that. So now you just put out something and it sells and there you go. I think the last of that may be Wayne or Drake. Um, you know those guys. You think Drake's kind of trendy though. I think Drake's trendy. I'm not a big Drake guy, you, but he but puts would out you good put records. Him up there with no the big rappers. No, 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 no. 
I put him up there in the late 2000s, and this is okay. his time. And, okay. and even he's he's an old head now, right. considered. So it's a young man's sport, and the young men that are doing it now, they just don't make the best of it. Because I know when I'm looking at I mean, maybe that it makes me feel old because, you know, when I was looking at the Billboard Awards yeah. for a little bit, I was like, never heard of them. Never yeah. heard of them. Yeah, no never more Mace, no more Mace, no yeah. more Biggie. No, that, that era, Jadakiss, that, that era was just a beautiful era of hip-hop, right. as well as R&B. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where, that's where it's missing. Just a change of the guard. Well, you see artists now, I'm, I'm thinking of Ed Sheeran. Who, yeah. Okay, I'll give you Ed Sheeran. He's good, but then he a, has, but he yeah. has subconsciously, he in one of his songs basically lifted. Yes. No scrubs from TLC. Yes. And he had to pay up. Yeah. Yeah. And he he just didn't even realize yeah. it. So Ed great artist. Love him. Yeah. Love him. And so it's it's oh yeah I guess that does kind of sound like no scrubs. Okay, here's a here's a writing credit. I, I, I think though but, but, I, think, I think music There's so much music right. How do you come up With something new, new, new Exactly Because a lot of it's The same chord progression And beats Yeah yeah, yeah. Right Yeah Because yeah. like I'll, I'll be honest with you uh, The Robin Thicke song The The one with The, the one that suit, was a blatant Rip Gaye. off of Marvin Gaye see I, I I could see I didn't I didn't feel like It was a Blatant rip off Oh I, I If you, you get really? the If you get the If you get the approval and like, uh, uh, who said something the other day? He says, "Yeah, I, I do that." It was Kim. Kim said, "Yeah, I, I, I do pattern myself after El Jarreau because that's my idol. I get it when you do it that way. You know what I mean? Right. When you recognize and you put, put it out there as, right. as that to keep it going. But yeah, um, you know, the sample. It was the Marvin Gaye sample, right? With right. The Robin. Thicke. Yeah, I thought it was a great record. I did. It's, I did. I didn't think it was." You know, I, I think mean, he's I a good artist. I didn't feel like it was exactly the same. Did you? Did with you feel t- it was with exactly? a little Ti twist? You know, that's there's been a few songs where I where I'm that you know recent last decade or so that would be one of them. Uh, Lady Gaga, Born This Way, is a straight rip of Madonna. Express yourself. Okay. Okay. If you listen to those two, straight rip off. Uh, the Ed Sheeran one's pretty close. That's just a part of the song. That's not the entire song. It doesn't steal the whole vibe. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, but you see but, that even back in the early '70s with George Harrison, "My Sweet Lord" was, was, uh, was, was he's was, so fine. Yeah, he's so fine. Was mm-hmm. that the Shirelles? Yeah. 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 That was, yeah. That was, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but I don't know, man. I like like Charlie said. He goes, he he, you know, because he he plays bass even in church and stuff, and he's in a lot of the younger people. It's just said, yeah. he said. A lot of these songs are not technically the words are Christian, if you. But a lot, all these chord progressions and stuff like that, you see them. You see right. them out there in the world now. Right. You know? see, yeah, it, it, and it, the picture on the wall it, it explains everything. You got a picture of Isaiah, yeah, the best point guard ever of all time to me. That's my opinion. Uh, <clears throat> I know people say magic, but that's not true. So that's our like Michael music. Okay, John Morant is little baby. You know, it's this. It's just there. Jean Morant, he has okay. the break. You know what I mean? He's, so, he's, like, New Edition is our temptation. There you go. Okay, I, I, so, I get you. So, Ja, he relates with Lil Baby. He, that's you know, that's their thing. Right. You know, it's not even Wayne. Like the younger artists relate to these Lil Baby, Dub Baby. Zeke was our, you know, our '90s. Him and Magic went to. They hung out with Michael Jackson. It's just a different time. Right. You know, it's just a different style of everything now. 
That's what it is. That's how we, we relate to that, and they relate to this. So I don't knock it, but it's, what, it's just the time. So anything else you guys want to – any sports you want to delve into real quick? Nothing? I mean uh, – Well, yeah, my Yankees are on top of the world. Yeah. They're a good team. Yes. I told them I almost wore my, my Yankee lid. Garrett tonight. Cole is – Nasty Nestor. Garrett Cole is he, – he looks lights out again. Well, that, that's good. He, that's scary. He needs to be yeah. lights out. Yeah. To, do, going into Stanton. June here, you, yeah. you he looks you, lights out. I think it's you think going to win it all every year. That's you good. know, that. He, every year, every he year thinks you're going to win it all. Well, I, we were talking before the show. I I think right now a Subway Series between the Mets and the Yankees would be incredible. It'd be oh, good I'd for it'd be that. good for baseball, yeah. and it would be two really good teams. But man, if Buck Showalter were to lose to the Yankees. Wouldn't that, that be something? That would suck. Yeah. That yeah. guy's got to get one ring. Good guy. I like Buck. Yeah. I do. He's a good manager. Mm-hmm. He is. He is. I think the Tigers are about to implode. Throwback. Oh, he's yeah, total throwback. Hinch is leaving. He's leaving. He's got an opt-out, I believe. He does. He's gone. You think he's gone? He's gone. You think he's gone? gone. Yes. He's gone. He's gone. This is a failed well, rebuild. It's, it's this a is, failed rebuild. This has been an absolute disaster. <laughs> but do you think it'd be? I know you guys, and I and I and I like the Tigers, but but and I'm a I'm a Dodger guy. NL, we all know that. But for Tiger wise, don't you think gone. it's a lot of injuries though? No, I mean, not that. Not the. I don't, off, not I don't the think offense. they. I don't think they've addressed anything pitching mm-hmm. wise because I never really thought the pitching is the best part of their. Yeah. Team. Yeah, they're pitching, and especially their bullpen. The yeah. Tigers are losing they games. They start out struggling a little bit, but now that they're, they're, they're got, this staff is decent. They're not bad. They can't hit. Yeah, they're or losing catch. games 2 nothing, 3-2, They can't put up any runs. They can't hit or catch. But do you think it's more of a lot of these I, – I, and we and Corey, Corey talked about this a couple of podcasts ago. I think a lot of these Latino players don't really pick up till till the hot weather comes around. Okay, it's been how hot here in Michigan? No, Come but on, they just went on a four-game winning streak. Yeah, they played the Orioles. The Three Orioles times. suck. You don't beat the yeah. Orioles. You got to beat the it's Orioles. Games. They beat the Orioles and they beat uh, Tampa once, but Tampa took the two. They just listen. Badu's gone. He's down. Grossman's been a disaster this year. Meadows has no power this year. Miguel Cabrera is fifty, and he's carrying your team. That's not good. Oh, I agree. Scope with you. is making seven, eight, whatever he's making. He can't hit. Calderon, Caldenario, whatever he can't hit. They can't hit. If you can't hit, you're not gonna win. Yeah. And they don't play good defense. And they keep telling me this: whoever is down coming up, green. It's a horrible farm system. Yeah. It's well, been a horrible, horrible farm system since my. That's my point. That's his point. It's been a hor- this rebuilding crap. How long? How long? Well, think about this. I, and I always wanted to Rock delve into a topic about the Detroit Tigers. Meadows. If you think about this, farm systems mean a lot. You see how much Tampa it does. You see L.A.'s farm system. My thing is this. You look up at the wall behind you. Yep. Lance Paris is probably the last homegrown all-star catcher we've had that was No, he is not. He is. Correct. Yeah. Would you would you agree with that? Yes, I think he is homegrown catcher. Homegrown catcher. That was what? That was that ended up being an integral part and an all star. Would you say Lance Parrish? 
Last homegrown? The big wheel. Uh, I mean. I mean, he really can't. I wouldn't put Osmus in there. Would you? Matt Noakes. Mm, well, Matty Noakes. But, I mean, I, did he have, but Matt Noakes, did he have the, the career Lance had? Well, no. Okay. God, no. God, no. I would, but I would say. McCannon. James McCann. He was okay. Well, he, for, he, was, uh, he was better after he left here. You got to get Avila, your general manager, out of uh, there. You got you got to get him out of there. Was an all star. You got to get him out of there. He was all star once or something. Like okay. That. I mean, rattle off first base. What's the, when's the, what's the last homegrown nobody. first baseman the Tigers have had? Nobody. You have to go back draft white. You have to go back to the the seventies. Torkelson. Yeah, but he hasn't had that. He is he just started that that could that could be a. Uh, I would have to go back to Jason Thompson. Probably. Right, but you can plug things in through through free agencies. The first baseman on the '84 Tigers was Daryl Evans. They signed right, him from San Francisco. But I'm talking about a homegrown talent. Well, well see, here's right. the thing: because the Tigers, when they won in '84, that was pretty much, I would say, what 90 percent of that team was homegrown talent right. that came up through the minor leagues. And here's here's the thing too: Baez, like that, that's not. That's He's not, got an opt out too. It's not going to work. I can't see him. He's not going to play here. He's not. That's not gonna work. They should trade him before they, he. They gotta trade out. him. They gotta. They gotta. He's a strikeout machine. Well, if they keep on this downward spiral, I I wouldn't be surprised if they got rid of a lot of these. Players. Who plays left? I don't even know who plays left field. Meadows. I mean, uh, center field. That's yeah, remained to be seen right now. I think Derek Hill's uh, been Derek plugged Hill. in there. Yeah. Jesus. No, I mean, we haven't had a homegrown second baseman since Hens, Lou Whitaker. Hench is gone. Shortstop, I would have to say Alan Trammell. Third base, I would probably go Travis Fryman. Last homegrown. Hinch is gone. Who cares where they're grown from as long as they're good? I didn't. I don't care that. But I'm that talking. Pudge Rodriguez well, started his career. I get in, it. In Texas. I'm just talking about. He, he's like talking building. farm system from. I, well, yeah, no, you I, can't I get to that build, to build the the foundation of a team because they're not going to spend unless you're the Yankees. Like they're just going to go buy people. Right. The Tigers aren't going to do that. They're just not. So they got to they got to get talent from somewhere. So you got to grow it. You got to develop it. They can't. They don't do that. My, you fire a guy that went went off and won a World Series. I'll be honest with you. Why did you Why did you Why did you get rid of Martinez? Why look, did you get rid of look up behind you. The last lights out to me. The last lights out center fielder the Tigers have ever had. Don't Chet say it. Lemon. Don't say it. Don't say anything. Come on, Curtis Granderson. No, get I would out. rather have Lemon fielder wise. Field wise. Austin Jackson. Would you, you you agreeing with this? Come on now. <laughs> I'm you not don't a big, think Chet Lemon's the best center fielder we've had here? I'm not a big Lemon fan. I'm not. You wouldn't say it, he was lights out. How many Ron the floor was better defensively. He was. Well, this was after. You know I love Chet Lemon. I know you do. Amazing fro when he was with the White Sox. Yeah. And amazing fro? What is amazing fro? You loved his fro? Did he have a curly fro or something? <laughs> Yeah, it was you know what I'm talking about. When he was with Chicago, yeah, it was, he did have it a was big fro. It was poofy, wasn't it? It was beautiful. Yeah. Dave's into froze. <laughs> and I don't think he was the best center fielder the Tigers had. The the I'm, lemon. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna since go Lafleur. I'm talking about since then. since. Oh, Grando. You think Grando was better? I you would take com- Austin comparable. Jackson before comparable. No, I'm not taking Austin Jackson over Lemon. You think Curtis Granderson was better than Chet Lemon? Seriously? I don't know. I, I maybe because I'm stats. biased because Chet Lemon was my favorite. But, but, Lemon, Chet, but, but Lemon only hit two sixty seven or something. 
Yeah, but he was he was a great center fielder. I mean, when I think of great center fielder, I think of Andrew think, Jones. I think of But think about Junior. this. Look at right field. The Tigers haven't had a right fielder since Al Kaline. I was going to say, don't homegrown. say Gibson. Please don't say Gibson. You can't say Gibson. He didn't have a hall. No, Gibson? No, nah, I wouldn't say. But Gibson, again, why do I care if Maglio or Donez was? I, I he was it. Maglio or Donez. He was I, I know, but I was just talking I don't care that he was homegrown. I, yes, we have a farm. The Tigers have a farm system problem, and they've yeah. had it for yeah. decades. Yeah. And Alavila was supposed to solve that, and right. he hasn't. And my biggest concern is that last year was apparently smoke and mirrors. It was. That turnaround that they had. It was. And that, Fool's gold. that enticed Chris Illich to open up the, the bank a little bit. Because he went in on Baez, and they went and got Meadows and Eduardo Rodriguez. So he spent some money. Now, it, is that going to – how is he going to feel about paying for a big free agent now the next time his GM says, hey, we need to – Who wants to come here? Or, and who's going to want to come here? Baez is Iglesias on steroids. He's a better – he's a he's Iglesias with more power. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Strike I think machine. AJ's going – Back to the Hinch thing. I think he's gone. He's gone. I think he's going to go back to Houston. I think Dusty's going to retire after this year. He's gone. And AJ's just going to go right back he's to He's gone. Being, he's gone. Just like Alex Cora went back to the Red Sox. Bye-bye. Right, right, right back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, here, let's, let's, let's do this, and we'll uh, wrap up the show. Uh, Calling Dr. Howard. Dr. Fine. Dr. Howard. Think you can come up with a uh, prescription? Might I inquire to ask him? What's it gonna be, Doc? I know I kind of put you on the spot. Now with the prescription of the day. No, Doc's good. Doctor Dave. You can do it. Doctor Dave. Doctor Dave. What's it gonna be, Doc? Well, I think we talked with Charlie about prescription. I mean, we need to get to the bottom. What the hell is going on in our country? Right oh, I now. agree with you. Yeah, I mean, it, and, and, and you, 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 you wish it was that simple. Like you, I mean, you just wish it was a simple answer. I mean, it is basically loving people and having and being kind, and you just don't see that anymore. It's just, it, it's just, it's just the, the big decay, nope. even throughout the world, man. It's just. When you say, I mean, yeah, I I do say it's it's sad. It's it is. I'll throw something out there. I don't know if this is my prescription, but it's heartbreaking. You know, the whole thing went down with 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 what happened in Buffalo, and someone close to me said, "You know, if that shooter were black, he would have been killed. He would have been. They would have. They wouldn't know." Do you guys agree with that statement? I do. You want me to be honest? I want you to be honest. One thousand percent. You think so? One thousand percent. One gazillion. I'm going to have to say probably yeah. They would have shot him dead like a dog. I mean, which I would have did both. I would did both. The white guy and the black guy. Shoot them both. I would have did both. But yeah, they would have. No question about it. What do you think? 
It's just all coin toss for you? No, it's it's so hard because I think we come to assumptions. No, we we judge all police the same. same, Right. And all police departments the same. And we don't know how the Buffalo police would have handled that situation. Right. And I feel like by saying that, even though if in our hearts maybe that's how it, it, it would have happened, we don't know that for sure. Is that just throwing another log on the fire of inciting people, polarizing people? Uh, I don't know. I don't think it is because there's nothing we can do about it because we've always been shot. <laughs> so we've always been killed. So I don't. Let me be honest. I've been pulled over and I've gotten breaks from white officers. I take you as who you are. I don't take you as the force. There's good cops and there's bad cops. Right. I got pulled over. Me, my friend Garland, God rest his soul, Terrell and Jarrell, we were in our baseball uniforms. It was a stolen cutlass. We got pulled over. We were sitting, I'm sorry, we were sitting at Chandler Park ready to play a baseball game. Two black cops came Pointed our gun, pointed their guns at us, and said, "Please don't move. We're gonna kill. We'll shoot you." They were black, both of them. I think one was a rookie. He was itching. His finger was waving. His hand was waving with the gun. We all four of us had our hands up. We were just sitting in there. We were waiting for our next game. So, <laughs> me, I'm not. I'm not going black or white with it. I'm going. Who's the person and what's inside the person? That's me. Do I think we, the, the, the guy would have been shot? Yes, absolutely, if he were black. Absolutely. They didn't shoot the kid that shot up the church in North Carolina. They took him to Burger King. This is what it is, but it's people. It's not group-based to me. But do it's, you think it could be like, like kind of like to play devil's advocate? Do you think it could be kind of like Dave said? Maybe certain cities are trained differently? And have a different mindset towards different things. I don't think that. No. How do you train different? How do you train different as a cop? You're a cop. What's the different training? Well, I mean, like Charlie said, I mean, I think What's it's more of how many good cops you have on the force, there you go. and and in in kind of you know dwindling out the ones there that. You go. Uh, like he said about that one guy that w- made a racist comment, and the guy took him right back to the thing, right. and they fired him. I guess go. what I'm saying by making that comment, is that fair to the Buffalo police force that responded to that incident and took that person in? Is that fair to them to assume that had that shooter been black that they would have put him down? Well, Because maybe that police force is good. Well, I don't, I don't think, again, we're saying force. The police group, the people responding, those police, those specific officers. I mean, I don't know, and it's hard to say that because of so much of what we go through when it comes to cops against black folks or black men or black folks. So, so it's hard to say that. I mean, they've killed black women, so it's hard to say. Like, yeah. it's just hard. You can't. I'm not knocking the Buffalo Police Department. I've never heard anything bad about him. Right. You know, I don't know. I'm just saying I think that probably if this guy, you know, comes in and he's I think I think maybe it's different from what I what we've seen, what we've been through. Sure. I'll, I'll, I'll put it like that. Is that fair? No. I was watching Boston Legal the other day. An Arab couldn't get on the plane right after 9-11. The company said, no, we're not flying him. Is it fair? No. Is it reality? Probably. But we've been doing that. We've been going through that all our lives. Yeah. So 
you know. So I don't know. So I can't say Buffalo was right, Buffalo was wrong. I don't know. In my heart of hearts, I believe he would have been shot. That's just me. That's what the United States has given us. And you have legit reason to feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Corey. Get it off the chest. I got a good one. Okay. I got a, you know what? I got a, I got a. Hold on. I got to, I got to introduce you. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm it's not. Yes, <laughs> this is, <laughs> we haven't been together so long. So. To irritate Corey so much that he has to get it off his chest. Ain't nobody got time for that. Do you want the truth? truth. You can't handle the truth. It's now time to get it off your chest. Guys, this one is not really a get it off my chest moment, but this is a kind of a I like this person and I'm 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 getting this off my chest the way I feel about her situation. Just Halle Berry? No, 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 no. And I haven't thought about Halle since the last five minutes. This is Robin Roberts. Okay. We all know Robin Roberts, right? Oh yeah. I love Robin Roberts. Great person, great interview. You know, she had her stint, her battle with cancer. Now her partner is going through it. And Robin had, she beat it twice. I think she went through it twice. So now her partner is going through it. So my heart goes out to her. And I know she probably won't hear this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Just well wishes to her and her partner that hopefully they can get through this thing again. And all will be well. I just, I'm a big fan of Robert Roberts. Um, and this is just a human get it off your chest. It's sure. not a, yeah. So her and her, I don't know her partner's name, but um, they've been through this battle before. So I'm just saying, hopefully, you know, things work out for for them. Best wishes. Our prayers are with you, Robin, and keep your head up and hopefully all in too. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Of course, I'm not, I, I, I'll be honest with you. With the way things are going, I'm not a big watch the news kind of guy. I'm not like I was before, you know. I hear you. I hear you. Because it's just every time you watch it, it's all, it's it, it just I don't know, just brings yeah. you down. Yeah. You know. But to piggyback, I do have a good story. Okay. Have you guys seen Bruised? Bruised. Yeah. Hall- Hallie plays an M- MMA oh, fighter. <laughs> so- <laughs> Hallie plays. We're gonna have to keep tabs on 2000, how many times Halle Berry. Is 2002, up on this 22 MMA fighter. Great story. I'm gonna go home and watch that tonight. We're, and what it's is it called? Bruised. It's, it's no, yeah, you gotta rent. Or it's is this a YouTube it's a, it's, original. No, it's, <laughs> it's a Netflixer. So yeah, it's called Bruised. She's an MMA fighter. Is it? Is this? So can you imagine why that Netflix face? Has lost all these subscribers. No, no, it, no. It's because Will Smith. And everybody running up on stage trying to attack people. My goodness. But yeah, Bruce. She plays an MMA fighter. Imagine that face getting punched and her punching and being tough. She plays an MMA fighter? Yes. See? Is this Oscar worthy? Absolutely. I already got my vote in. Go check it out, folks. Go check it out, folks. Yeah. Bruce. Great movie. Well... Yeah, I mean we've we've ran the gamut on a lot of subjects today. I, I mean, I guess that's the the Is perks you? of not having a podcast in two weeks. Uh, yeah. Does she uh, have any scenes with Billy Bob Thornton and Bruce? <laughs> Is there any sex scenes? He's not. No. Every, no. Is there I, any? Can make you guys me feel can, good? Can you guys appreciate 
the actual acting and not get off into your your your, your you know your the sex mind you know see her as an actress she did win an oscar by the way you guys know that right she did she's up there with Mel Street. i'm not going to say she's the worst actress of all time <laughs> i wouldn't do that she's i think she's i think she's gorgeous but i'll tell you something i've seen some interviews with her and are they, aren't they all great? I think she's bat crap crazy. I I do. I think she's nuts. I and I and I'm a, I just I she just I don't think she's wound that tight. That's that's called intelligence. That's what <laughs> I don't know, man. I I, I just it's don't called know. intelligence. I mean, she won an Oscar. Hey, I I didn't think Catwoman was as bad a movie as the Razzie that she got for that. I but, thought it was wonderful. Yeah. What do I know? Yeah. And I did see the Batman, Dave. What'd you think of it? Oh, it was great. Another one? The new one. The, I can't the, keep the, up. Robert Pattinson plays Who's Batman. What? The guy from Twilight. Yeah, it's good. So, and let me just tell you something. Come I on. thought I, I went into it apprehensive because of the Christian Bale one. So it's 90,000 Batman. There's another Batman. A reboot. What's the difference? Uh, What's wrong well, with Michael Keaton? They had the uh, Penguin. Uh, we had that before. They had the Riddler. We had that before. John Kerry played but the But it's grittier. And, and I will say this. It's, it, it's, it's actually, you're right. It's probably grittier than. Uh, I thought Beals was the darkest and the grittiest. No, oh, we I can get darker. Is, yeah, I, it got darker. I, I thought, the, it, I thought the original was the one. I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, Keaton was good. Don't you guys think Keaton was good? Keaton I was think, great. I think they all had their own. Clooney was good. I think all the Batmans are pretty much in their own league of their own. Batman, Batman to me has become a franchise like James Bond, where you have different stories, also, different okay, so actors. Is that where they're going with it? I, I feel like that's where they're going. Obviously, I don't, I don't know if they are going that way, but that's what that's how I... Well, I mean, that's just, well, you, you could say the same thing with Spider-Man. Well, I tell you what, guys. I tell you what, guys. Let, how about, can we do a franchise? Best franchises? Yeah, we can, can, we, can we throw out some franchises? Why not? Top Movie five? Wife? Yeah. Next time? Yeah. Next time. Yeah. 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 Let's do it. We've done yeah, because I, I, I a two-hour show. Yeah, because Batman to me, like I like, and everybody was at the Joker. I love Nicholson as the Joker. I thought he was dark and funny. Heath Ledger's my favorite. Joker. But see, it was different. It was a different style of it, right? Right. But I still think Jack just, you know, ever dance with well, the devil in the I, pale moonlight. I still like Caesar Romero as the Joker. From the Batman TV Oh, the original, yeah. 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 Caesar was good. But uh, Heath Ledger, great, great joke. I yeah. loved the new Batman. It was, I did too. It was great. It was good? And okay. I, and I think this, I'm going to give this kid a chance who will play Joker in the next next Batman. I think it's going to. Did you like it better than Batman versus Superman? I hated Batman versus Superman. Yeah, I, I, I never seen get that. that whole thing. I didn't know why they did that. Two superheroes together, but yeah. Okay. I don't like the Marvel movie franchise. I don't like that DC was trying to mirror that by having the Justice League and all yeah. that. Like, yeah, yeah. Just... I, I think it's kind of gone crazy, so to speak. Yeah, franchise. Like, I be just good. think it's kind of gone out of control. I mean, I, I get it. They're big blockbuster movies. And, but I just think, you know. That'll be a good just, one. Yeah. That'll be a good show. Franchise. I got a lot of friends. I love... I, I, I got a lot of fun. I didn't get into the, I, and this, you guys might kill me for this one. I never 
I've never seen one Fast and Furious. Not Neither one. have I. Oh, okay. I, I, I've gotten suckered into those. Uh, not I have not watched all of them, but they're not one of my favorite franchises of all time. Okay. Yeah, we can talk about that next time. Sounds good. Top five franchises yep. of all time. Yep. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I'm sure there's enough movies out there to do that. We haven't done we haven't done top five singers. We haven't got Doc's top five singers either. We singers? Singers. We haven't we got haven't his. Done top- we have ours. We, we haven't have got ours. his. Okay. Yeah. You're putting me on the spot right now, or we're talking no, no. next time? No, we can uh, do this next time. Okay. I know it's getting late, and we got to get home. Yeah. All that good stuff. Yeah. So we want to thank you, everybody out there that are listening into the show on all major podcasting platforms, Spotify, Apple, Googlecast, all that good stuff. Uh, we'd like to thank Charlie Kraft for coming in and uh, being our special guest once again. Smart guy. And uh, if you like the show, uh, give us a five-star on uh, all those uh, podcasting yeah. platforms. Please. Uh, we enjoy hearing the feedback. You can get us at cobropodcast at gmail.com. Yep. That's cobropodcast at gmail.com. And... Uh, like I said, we want to thank our wisdom uh, listeners out there, uh, all of them that were listening tonight, and uh, we'll be back again next week and uh, with some more topics. We'll, yeah. we'll have the Docs, Top 5 Singers. Yeah. I know everybody will be in uh, waiting for those. I think one of those singers will probably be Peter Cetera on that list. Huh? I Maybe. will fight. <laughs> or, 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 uh, or Bill Champlin probably will be on that <laughs> list, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, so you what do you get what saturday i'm bruised your house it, my house <laughs> shout out to holly yeah well, I, I, i'm gonna have to really watch the trailer on that to see if i'm gonna want to watch that. shout out to holly oh man <laughs> all right everybody we love you we'll see you next time on the co and bro opinion show thanks folks Looking for exclusive designs that grow as your kids grow? How about hand-picked and timeless with every piece that celebrates the simplicity and sophistication which should always exist in children's fashion? Well, Parker Lane is dedicated to every parent who yearns to fill their little one's wardrobe with thoughtful and appropriate fluid fashion. 
They're there to dismantle the belief that your children should be defined by characters, colors, and limiting styles. So they thrive in the details, give more with less, and create consistent looks that will stand the test of time. For Parker Lane Clothing and every child getting dressed and getting prepared to share their brilliance with the world. I am me, we are us, Parker Lane Clothing. Check them out today at ParkerLaneClothing.com. Are you looking for a reliable tax preparer for all of your personal and business taxes? Well, look no further than the newest sponsor of the Cohen Bro Opinion Show, Fulton Core Services. That's right. Get your taxes done the right way professionally. Call Taz Fulton today at 248-483-0529. That's right, 248-483-0529 or DM him on the gram at Fulton Core Services. Get back what's coming to you. Get Fulton Core Services.